Reach for the sky, boy. All right. Well, <laughs> that didn't work as expected. Huh. Interesting. We're going to continue to work the kinks out. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome boom. to episode boom. 176. We forgot our boom. Episode 176 of Wrestling Trash. I, of course, am your host. One of your hosts, actually. This is starting out all fucked up. I'm all over the place. I'm one of your co-hosts here for Wrestling is Trash, Lou from the BX, Trash Boy Numero Dos, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, host of the Everything Podcast. And we are here on another Trash Wednesday. We're not here on Trash Tuesday because we had a one-day delay. But we are here regardless of the fact to talk all things professional wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. This man to my left will introduce himself in a second or to my, are you to my right? To my left. You're actually to my right. But if I was facing the other way, it's left. I don't know how this thing works. Science. So I'm the technical uh, coordinator of this podcast, and I apologize to all of you, my friends. You got—I know you guys probably got excited when you heard the theme return, but I just converted it to an MP4, and I noticed that it was not full screen. So we were just standing here staring at the screen while the theme was playing, and that's <laughs> not ideal. So I will work on this, and next week we will have a proper theme. But Trash Boy to my right, please introduce yourself. What up, everyone? Nick Anselli, coming to you live on this Wednesday. Excited to talk everything. Professional wrestling. Got a big show coming up this weekend. Everything like that. Life's good, man. Got no complaints. You know, my Celtics are doing good right now. But um, one thing that scares me, I don't know if you've noticed this. I've observed this in sports. The teams who usually dominate, though, in the regular season, like Celtics are doing, typically don't win in the end. So kind of don't like it in a fucked up way. Depends. It depends, bro. The Celtics, uh, they seem to notoriously, and I hate to say this because I'm not a trash talker in any way, but they notoriously seem to have issues in the playoffs. Yes. Uh, I will not sit here and act like the Knicks are uh, any better because we have no playoff track record to speak of. But we are, uh, right now, my team is kind of like winning one and losing one because we're shorthanded like two or three of our starters. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for the playoffs, bro. I'm at the point now where I'm just waiting for the playoffs. I mean, we got three starters not playing last night. We didn't have, uh, we didn't have uh, Jalen Brunson playing. So I already knew that game was lost. We didn't have Josh Hart or Jalen Brunson playing last night. So we lost against the Pelicans, which is fine. I'm waiting for the playoffs, bro. I'm going to tell you something. When the playoffs start, I am going to be the most annoying, ignorant motherfucker (laughs) online. So all of you prepare. I have this video queued up, and I can't wait to start posting this. If we get to the Eastern Conference Finals, God, God forbid all of you if we make the finals. But I have this video queued up. See, I, I like, so me, when it comes to sports, I love, like, how people would say, like, the Knicks have an obnoxious fan base. Like, I love that. Like, I think it's hysterical. Like, every time you share the, don't you wish you came to the Knicks? And, like, yo, that shit, I get a pop out of it. Like, I genuinely laugh. Like, no no disrespect to our boy Carl, but, like, he's a Cowboys fan. Cowboys fans are more, like, delusional, where Knicks fans are just, like, nuts. It's crazy, like. And it's, That's you, I, I think you guys are hysterical. Like, 
walking around. Like, what was it in the playoffs? So what was it last year or two years ago? Like the streets were flooded and just it's yeah. amazing. The uh that side talk video, the first one, the one that you referenced, like yeah, there's so many like one-liners in that 60 seconds of video. And I have the I have that full video like recorded on my phone. I have like 20 or 30 little clips of all the little things and parts on that so that whenever we win, I post something, whatever I feel like, I'll post this one on Instagram just to be annoying. I even have the Cardi B, my favorite one. She's like, hey, yo, suck my dick. She was outside the, she was outside one of the Nick games where they won and she happened to be out there promoting her fucking shitty music. It's like, that's one of them, like if the Knicks somehow ever won or win the finals, like New York might literally burn. Oh, let me tell you something, bro. I already told my my cousin slash brother who lives in Jersey. We grew up Nick fans. Like yeah. we lived in the Bronx. We grew up Nick fans. We used to cut the newspaper clippings and pictures, and I used to hang them up on my fucking wall. Um, I mean, die hard, die hard, die hard. And I already told him. I was like, hey, bro, listen. I know we always try to get we get open on the Knicks, and then we get our hearts broken. But I'm gonna tell you something: if the Knicks win the finals. I'm flying over there and we're going to the fucking parade. There's no way I'm not going to that parade, bro. So So. we had this conversation at work and it's about, because your team, like you just never know when they won't make the finals again or something like that. Right. Right. So say you lived in New York or wherever, because I would say the Knicks, in my opinion, your most passionate sports team. So say you lived in New York or, whatever the scenario is, but you th- say two hours away, you could travel, whether it's a home game or an away game, but to see your favorite team play in the finals, what would be like your dead set? I wouldn't spend more than like this to go to a game. Oh, like, so we had that. Cause like a realistic thing this year could be the Celtics and Clippers. LA's an hour right. and a half. I think I said reasonable. Wow. I think I said reasonable I'd spend. And I'd probably be in the last row, but maybe like three. I think I could spend like three. I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm not – I'm cheap when it comes to that shit, and I love the Knicks. And if they go to the finals and I'm there and I'm able to – if somebody goes, yo, I got some playoff tickets, bro, 500 bucks or 400 or 300, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'll watch that shit on the big screen in my house with my people and I'll enjoy it just as much because dog, you got it for me. I'm a big guy. So mind you, I'm working on it, but I'm a big dude. So when I went to go see the Nick game and, and uh, I don't even know what the fuck they call this arena now. Triple A. Went last season to see them play. in my Yeah. Area. It was triple A arena. Then they call it Miami sports arena. Then they call it something. I think it's Kaseya center. Now I don't know what the fuck they call this place. But not shit talking the arena because it was very nice, state of the art, everything was cool. But as a big dude, I will tell you that those chairs are unfucking comfortable. And I had great seats. I mean, I had fucking phenomenal seats. I could yeah, see. Yeah, I remember that photo. And I was sitting on the not. You know how when people say, "Yo, I was sitting on the edge of my seat with this movie," I was sitting on the edge of my seat because I didn't fit in the fucking seat, mm-hmm. and. The chairs in front of me were pushing into my shins. So I'm like, 
crunched into this area and I feel bad because there's people next to me and I'm trying not to fucking have my fat ass all up on top of them. So I'm sitting here holding myself in on the edge of this chair trying to watch this game and I was like uncomfortable as fuck. It was honestly it was embarrassing. Um but it's it definitely took a lot of the joy away from me from watching the game. Oh, of course at the end when Julius Randle hit the three-pointer and we won the game. Yeah, seconds left that kind of changed things, but I know what you're um, saying. And but there was something about watching a game at home is just the best too, though. Bro, and I'm just, even, I'm even is... at the point where like I was actually talking to my girl and like my boy about it. I'm at the point, especially like I don't even like the Super Bowl, right? Like I don't like watching with a lot of people. Yeah, because everyone like it, it. I get it; it's a party, but everyone's talking and all the such. It's like, nah, I just want to watch the game and see the commercials. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if the Celtics made it to the finals, I'm not going to be like, hey, people, you want to come over and watch the game? Like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll go to my boy's house. There's, like, seven or eight of us. Yeah. Perfect number. We're there. We're chilling. We're having drinks like gentlemen. And we watch the game. You know, yeah. it's not a freaking free-for-all party. You know what I mean? Um, I, I – it's just, bro, nowadays with the TVs, bro, they're crystal clear quality. The shit's in 4K. Bro, I was amazed that the I, so I got the NFL League Pass on YouTube, and I also have the NBA League Pass on YouTube now because it's very cheap. It's like thirteen ninety nine a month, and you can watch every game. Um, dude, the fucking picture quality of the games from YouTube is outstanding, out fucking standing. Like to the point where, when the Giants were playing on regular TV, I would get annoyed. Because it doesn't look as good. It's not as sharp, the picture. Uh, I get what you're saying. When I'm watching it on YouTube. So with that, with the fact, if you got yourself the highest quality TV and you got a big-ass 70-inch TV, bro, and that shit's 4K, and you got your sound system, and you're in your crib sitting on your couch drinking fucking cold beer and eating your snacks. Hell, yeah. Like, what the fuck? What's better than that, bro? Yeah, no, I'm downtown and deal with fucking traffic. And pay for parking and then deal with all these fucking idiots. You possibly get COVID. You're sitting in the arena. It's uncomfortable. There's fucking assholes everywhere. There's no announcing. Because that's one thing that, like, throws me off is not having, like, the... Especially not wrestling. Like, not even, no, like, in yeah. wrestling. Yeah, it's very, weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's um, super weird, dude. So, so yeah, because the reason that, because next weekend, next Saturday, we're actually going to Arizona. It's, like, four or five hours away. And we're meeting my cousin and his wife. And we're actually going to see the Celtics and the Suns on Saturday nice. night. Excited for that, mainly because I like going to New Orleans, but that's like a big game. Like, get to see Kevin Durant um, and all this other shit, you know, all these other league players. But yeah, man, love basketball. I feel you and I could honestly probably do a basketball podcast. If we really we wanted to, we probably could. It's in the works. Basketball yeah. is trash. Yeah, because I fucking love basketball. Uh, you want to go see KD? Yeah. Yo, you know what? Let me give that dude a shout out. I bust his balls, but let me give that dude a shout out because the other day I saw that video where the this lady called him a bitch. Oh, and he went and he right was up coming now. out for the game. That motherfucker turned right around immediately when he heard that and walked right up to that lady. Yep. And I don't know what he was saying to them or whatever. But they're trying to dap him up like, eh, and he's like, you, you, obviously you can't hear what he's saying. You can't see his face. 
but he was definitely i feel like he was definitely telling them you know like what the fuck what's why are you calling me this why are you calling me that or whatever and then you hear that dude trying to like suck up to katie he's like yo i gotta uh i do a basketball podcast in the brand he just fucking turned around and walked away like man get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> and it's i Trust guess if you want to stay on the topic, we can kind of talk about the one thing first before we get into the other thing because it's right. kind of. So, I took this screenshot only because I'm gonna. So anyway, so Maxine Dupree house show yeah. where you're supposed to like train, and right. pretty much got very heckled on her way back, called like you suck and everything like that. And where I don't like it is like one that's the whole point of a house show and everyone's saying like well if you go to like if i go to the Celtics game next weekend and jason tatum sucks i'm gonna tell him he sucks like i feel it's a different in my opinion kind of if you can see where i'm coming from here correct me where i'm wrong but i feel it's different talk saying that about like a basketball player football player versus like a wrestler i don't know if that makes sense at all but it's like you know she's out there she is athletic. She's trying to learn. She's trying to do things. Like, I, I doubt she was like, yeah, put me on the main roster and have me start wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know. And you see the videos, like, people would be like, oh, like, you know, those dudes were blatantly screaming, like, oh, you suck, blah, blah, blah. But if they had a podcast and Maxine Dupree was willing to go on, I'm pretty sure they would have her go on. Oh, of course. They'd be kissing her ass. Yeah, so I kind of love the support she got. And the one thing that kind of, like, Wrestling fans are doing this, but like I, I caught out is I think wrestling fans are very soft, like in general, like in general with certain topics and certain soft. things. Soft, yeah, S A W F T. But it's like I don't know, man. Like, like she just went out there. She already knows she's probably not the greatest, right? She's got to work. Like I don't think Maxine Dupree goes out there and is like, "Yep, I'm gonna fucking destroy this and have a Mercedes Monet type match." Like, I don't think she's thinking. I think she knows, like, yo, this is my opportunity to learn. And, like, she, you know she heard that. And it's, like, dude, like, self-esteem, like, that's kind of a thing. You know what I mean? And you doing that's, like, not helping. And it's weird because when we just – I just saw her on Raw, and, like, she's loved. Like, I think Maxine Dupree's loved. And then it's, like, oh, but now that she – when she wrestles, it's, like, oh, fuck her. Kind of, I don't know. Like, what, what's your take on all of this? My thing is, like, this, bro. So, pardon me. Um, my thing is this. I'm, uh, we're different. Because some of these people who go to these, like, shows and some of these people who go to these, like, basketball games and football games, like, they want to yell at players and tell them they suck and suck my dick and you fucking, you're a piece of shit and Edward yeah. this. And they yell at these players like they're, like, like, like not human. You know what I mean? When I go to a wrestling show, I cheer or boo based on if it's a heel or a face. Yeah. Like if, if, uh, I can't think of a good heel, but, uh, like right now, good? Drew McIntyre's kind of on the heel side. Of I'm not booing Drew McIntyre. No, I'm not. Like, but if you said, but like, you that's why I said, like, I'm trying to think of a heel. Um, oh, Don Callis. Perfect example. Yeah. Don Callis comes walking out. I'm going, boo, you suck. But I'm not going, Don Callis, you fucking bad piece of shit. Blah, blah. Like, some of you people, like, I don't, like, have some decorum. Like, understand you're you're at a 
performance. Like, it's a show. Like, you don't own these people just because you bought a ticket. Like, you're not a fucking, you're not special. We all yeah. bought tickets to the same show. Like, you boo and cheer faces and heels. That's, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed yeah. to personally insult these people who are trying to, like, perform for you. Like, that's not how it works. So I saw a lot of discourse with people like, oh, yeah, you're allowed to boo and, and cheer wrestlers. So Maxine, this Maxine Dupree thing is getting out of control. Like, yeah, you're allowed to boo and cheer based on, you know, if they're good guys or bad guys. That's the whole point of the audience. But to be personally like, like, come on, man. She was walking out for her match. She was like walking up the ramp going like to the back. And these dudes are like, yeah, boy, you suck. I'm like, yo. Yeah. And it's like, it's a. And this is where I kind of bring it back. Like, that was a grown man yelling that. And it's like, for real. Bro, it's a scripted sports entertainment pro wrestling show. And that's where I feel you can't throw the comparison out there of comparing this to like professional sports. Right. Where it's like, they want to make every, well, granted, they want to get everything right too, but like the athletes, like, that's what they're getting paid a quadruple bajillions of dollars to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. That's their job. Like, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like, yo, you're a grown ass man. Like that yelling, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm trying to be like, there's a difference between wrestling and like basketball. And I guess maybe it's the scripted aspect of things. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah, that's, that's the difference between the two sports. But like, to me, the but respect I wouldn't even should do be that there. At a like, basketball game. I hmm. let me try to stop and think because when I hey listen when, when I was at the E game I was yelling suck my dick up to the air like I wasn't yelling at anyone in particular I was basically yelling at, at the Heat fans around me um but not I wasn't telling anyone like yo fuck, like you know what I'm saying but there were people around me doing that shit and that's why like I was there and I'm like I can understand why people fucking there's a hate difference between there's a difference between like belittling and trash talk. Right. Yeah, that's that's it right there. And that's, that, exactly that's it. what it is. And I was like, I can understand why people hate us Nick fans, because we're fucking obnoxious when it comes to that shit. But I do it in a way where I'm not directing it at anyone. Like, I'm just enjoying myself and enjoying my team. But there's yeah. certain people who are like pointing at he fans and going, ah, you motherfucker, look what we fucking... And it's like, fam, like... <laughs> like... This is why people hate us. Like, this is why we get that stigma. This is why wrestling fans get that stigma when they do shit like this to Maxine Dupree, who's only out there trying to get better. She doesn't have to be at a house show. She's basically a star. She can still go out on the main roster. She don't have to wrestle. She could just go out there and look how she looks and get her pop and walk back and get her check. Like, she don't need to be doing house shows, but she's there doing it because she's trying to get better. And this dude, this grown-ass man... Is over here telling her she sucks all the way up the ramp, bro. That guy, like, there was emotion behind it. Yeah, yeah, he gets like, fucking triple. Yeah. yeah, that was for uh, that was for our boy. Like, right. my man had emotion behind that. Yeah, like he was really fucking mad. Like, he got in the car sense. after Maxine Dupree. What a terrible match! I can't believe I spent money to yell. Urgh fucking idiot that's why today and we did it unintentionally but i was looking for a wrestling shirt and i was like no fuck that i'm not wearing a wrestling shirt today fuck that i'm on strike today yeah and and like, i don't know and it's just like i don't know to me to me i don't know like it, it just it was dumb it was just not needed and the worst part is 
This is why I try not to even trash talk like players like in general or athletes in general. It's like I can't do what you're doing. <laughs> For real. I can't do that. I can't dunk that ball. I can't go up there and do a top rope, you know, yeah. freaking Rana. I can't do any of that shit. Yeah, like I'm not like man, I probably if I tried jumping on the rope, something would probably happen. Honestly, like I, you know, there's uh so I didn't tell you, um, What's his name is here? Remember I told you uh QT Marshall. QT Marshall is a champion of my local promotion, but also uh this dude is here now. Um I'm trying to remember his name. Remember the top dollar also, but remember the dude last year who had the match with Moxley and they canceled it like immediately because they brought up old tweets of his oh Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick is at my local promotion giving wrestling classes. Damn, so, that promotion like, trying to do some shit. At some point in my head, I was like, man, that'd be dope if I went over there and took a few bumps and fucking kind of just hit the ropes and see what I could do. Like, man, if I had I almost wanted to slap myself I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you're 45 years old. You weigh fucking 400 pounds. There ain't no fucking way I'm running any ring ropes and taking any motherfucking bumps. If I try to take one back bump, I will probably get a concussion. So there ain't no way. R.I.P. Yeah. So that that time has come and gone for me, but I still think it's cool that uh, these guys are here. They actually have a show. I got an email about a show that they're doing like this or next weekend. I have to figure out if I'm gonna go to that shit. Yeah. Which QT? I guess. But isn't like QT Marshall? I think he signed back. Supposedly he came back, so he'll probably be dropping the title soon. But that was like still here showing up. That was like the quickest. I asked for my right. release and came back thing. I'm kind of curious yeah. what happened there. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, that was what, like a month, two months? Yeah, if that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next, you know, we're going to dive into a little bit of sad news that came upon us today as wrestling fans. Uh, Hall of Famer or no? I, you know what? Legend, legend for sure. Definitely a legend. Uh, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't even know if the Million Dollar Man's in the fucking. He is. Hall of Fame. He what's is? His son. Probably. How do you put the Million Dollar Man in and not put in Virgil? So maybe he is. I don't know. But we found out today that Virgil passed away at the age of sixty-one. I believe it was. Vincent, for you NWO fans. Yeah, Vincent, and it's just damn man, like sad. Really, really sad. Yeah, it's sad. You know, I know Vince, uh, Vincent. Uh, I know Virgil's basically become a meme over the years, and he kind of, you know, the meme of him sitting at his empty autograph table, and you know, it went viral, and he says some crazy things, and he's done some silly things and stuff like that. But you know, at the end of the day, man, he didn't do anything to like really maliciously hurt anyone. Where we need to like not talk about this person, yeah. Um, at least that I know of, but. Mm-hmm. I have fond memories of that dude when he was in. I mean, I'll never forget when he was uh, with uh, Ted DiBiase and that one time, though, when he finally broke free and actually finally after weeks and weeks and weeks of taking fucking Ted DiBiase shit, he just ripped off that little fake bow tie and little vest, that stripper vest that he was wearing. He finally attacked Million Dollar Man. Like, that was a big deal when I was a kid. Like, we talked about, I went to school, and that's all we were talking about was that shit. The clip was making rounds today when he beat uh, the Million Dollar Man, and that was an insane pop. Yeah. 
It was crazy. That was big. That was big. We're talking about in school. Yeah. So you know, sad. It's sad, you know, the guy passed away. He's still young, you know, very, you know, pretty young guy. Man, sixty-one is not, you know, it shouldn't be a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? Um, You just gotta go out there and take care of yourself, bro. I don't know what was up with him. I don't know. I thought that his health had like kind of turned a page, and I thought he was like kind of getting a little better because he was a little sick, but. You know, man, you never know what people are going through. You never know what's really going on. So it's just sad, bro. Just wanted to set it like R.P. Virgil, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's, looking at this picture that we have in the chat, too, is like, man, dude was jacked. He looks good with that million-dollar belt on his shoulder. Like He looked the part, you know what I mean? Yeah, looked man. the part, was the part. Yeah. The funniest yeah. shit was, though, when he was like Vincent. When he showed up on fucking Nitro mm-hmm. with an NWO shirt, I was like, is that fucking Virgil? Because I hadn't thought about Virgil in years. Yeah, because because of my age, like I've I've done my research and I was going back, but when I first saw him, it was WCW. Oh God! Just because of my age, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, So I like I remember my dad making that a big deal. Yeah, it was just it's just that funny because <laughs> that was yeah because it was like Hogan bringing in all his like people like the disciple fucking yep. Brutus Beefcake and like he was bringing all these people in and like we just see Vincent and, we're, and it's like. Well, we see Virgil, and I'm like, is that fucking Virgil? And they're like, that's Vincent. And we're like, Vincent? What the fuck? What kind of name is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, man, rest in peace, man. A lot of good memories, at least yeah. for me, man. Thoughts I don't know about anybody else. Family, friends. Good memories for me, bro. Um, yeah. Our next news item. I thought this was really cool. I believe we talked about this, what, late last week? We were texting about this. Yeah. But in less than 24 hours, Nick Nemeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, won the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Matt Reddle has won the end, uh, New Japan World Television Championship. And Mustafa Ali has won the TNA X Division Championship. All victims or, you know, of the recent cuts, I think it was in like September. Yeah. So to see all that is awesome. And then now that like it's sitting more, they all won like the perfect titles too, I think. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, that Matt Riddle title is a is a new championship, um, but still, it's you know it's a New Japan Championship, mind you. <laughs> like good Japan, New Japan has like eighteen fucking yeah. championships. I don't even know what the fuck that company's doing. Again, we're not that well versed in New Japan, but it just seems like they're they're trying to they're trying to keep their like uh, star power. With uh, that's how I feel with putting the titles on these people because Matt Riddle, you know, say what you want, but before he joined uh WWE, he was pretty hot on the indies, like he was he was a thing, like he was fucking out there doing shit and he was having great matches with people. Um, and there was a lot of hype. And when he made that first appearance in that, and uh, I think it was a takeover, was that a takeover? Yeah, oh no. He was sitting in the well before that they oh, did uh, they did the side of the crowd and doing yeah. doing this shit like like and uh, everybody popped because they were like holy shit that's Matt Riddle, um, so it's cool man it's cool that they got these people there and they're putting belts on them to try to keep their star power up. I don't know how the New Japan fans feel about it like the hardcore you ones. You know I've always little, thought, I've always thought about that like when yeah, I think there's a little backlash with that but you know they're losing Okada they lost Osprey. Like, those were the two biggest stars, so, you know, they're trying to kind of reconcile. So, I mean, I get it. And, you know, Nick Nemeth, he's one of the hottest free agents right now. It makes complete sense. 
I don't. I would think that hardcore New Japan fans might be a little upset that he beat David Finley like that because yeah, they just had that started that feud when we saw it at the Wrestle Kingdom. Like that's all that I saw really happen, and then they have this match, and he beats David Finley. Yeah. Like that's nuts, but you know. I'm sure there's a there's a plan in play for that, and I gotta watch a little more New Japan. I still actually have to watch those matches, so I didn't see them because I was. It's another thing with New Japan. Like I was super confused because I pulled up the, it was called like, uh, New Beginnings or something like that, and there's like fucking eighteen of them. So I'm <laughs> clicking on it trying to find like these matches, and I know it's not this one. Oh, it's not this one. Oh, it's not this one. And I'm like, all right, I give up, dude. Like, yeah, I'll figure it out later. Yeah, but yeah. it's cool, man, and Ali. Ali winning was dope. And that dude is a fucking animal. Yeah. He's an animal. You got to unblock me, bro. I apologize for insulting you. He, please unblock me. I think he's going to shine the most out of all the ones that like got cut, I guess, like in that round um, of them. I think he's done. Uh, I definitely think he's going to shine the most. Yeah, man. He's had a great match. I know we didn't have it on here. Um, But did you see? Who apparently is WWE bound? Are you talking about Tonga? Yeah. So people think that's why Gallows and Anderson went down to NXT. Hmm. I'm a little confused as to why he would go to NXT. I mean, it's not like he's a rookie. I think because, like, you got to think, like, besides hardcore fans, like, if he came on on a normal episode of Raw, you think a lot of people would don't. Yeah, you're probably right about that. You got to think, bro. I just said last week here, there was a dude in the crowd who didn't know who even owned AEW. Like, you know what I mean? And to me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's a real fucking thing. Like, there there are actual fans like this out there. Yeah. You're right. I I think that's what it would be. You're right. That makes sense. Yeah. For me, it doesn't. For me, again. For us, us it doesn't. Because we know how good. Why would you put? But, again, as far as getting that like strong style kind of wrangled into the WWE style. It makes sense to put these guys on NXT for a little bit. He doesn't have to be there long. I mean, no, just get the rough edges out, get them introduced, have them beat the shit out of some people. And then you think he'll uh, reunite with Gallows and Anderson. It's possible. It'd be nice if those men earned their fucking paycheck. <laughs> yeah, so they won. Those I dudes, bro. Last night and won a match. Super jealous of those dudes, bro. They just, this... I know, man. Everywhere they go. Show up somewhere for five minutes in a backstage segment and collect the bag, bro. Like, think about it. They debuted originally in WWE in 2016 with AJ. And they were relevant for like three, four years. Yeah. Then they got released. And then everywhere they signed after that, they were just kind of chilling, making money. Yeah. And they both seem like the two that genuinely probably don't give a fuck either. Like, yep. I mean, they got their own thing going. They got their own, like, uh, yeah. Tonkle Mania, whatever they call that shit. They got their podcast. They got shit going on. Yeah. Fuck. They're, they're both older, too, I think, like, with kids. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I bet you there's a, you reach a point, like, probably when Ziggler was in WWE where it's like, damn it, man, you have nothing for me. Shucks. Yeah. You know, kind of like, all right, I guess I'll, I'll hang out with right. my friends and make. I'll be in catering. We'll be yeah, in the I locker room. Playing, we'll be in that locker room playing fucking Madden. Having yeah, tournaments. like, dang it. I guess I'll make $1,000 for showing up to Raw tonight. 
Yeah, let me hit catering. Let me grab a couple fucking Subway sandwiches, wrap them up, take them to the locker room, play some Madden for the next three hours. Yeah. Uh, but Works for me. Yeah, but speaking of NXT, you want to take this one? We had a return. So, last night, the mystery of the black and white vignettes that have been playing was solved as that was what Ridge Holland in the ring cutting a promo trying to tell people hey man it was an accident I didn't mean to hurt people for real this yeah. is just a gimmick guys come on let's be friends and the lights go out and the uh the white little lettering comes up and the voiceover is there and again we now of course now when you know what happened you hear the voiceover and you're like oh yeah it was fucking Sean Spears like how could you not recognize that voice yeah but you know, you see him return, hits this guy over the head with a chair, got the hoodie on, the same hoodie on from his uh, AW gimmick, which I find funny that these... So, Nick, how do you feel about these wrestlers who... Not so much Jade, because Jade is coming fresh from AW. She was never in WWE. Well, actually, she tried out for... Yeah, WWE and they didn't they cut her and they didn't pick her, so they fucked up there, but they have her now, so it doesn't really matter. But I find it funny, and I wanted to ask what you think about it. That some of like for instance, Cody, Cody's the biggest one. Cody left as Stardust. Nobody gave a shit, nobody gave a flying fuck about Cody when he left WWE those years ago. Like Stardust left, nobody gave a shit. He goes to Ring of Honor. He goes to TNA. He starts winning matches. He's having bangers with people. He's building his name up. He goes to New Japan, becomes champion, leader of Bullet Club, wins the ROH fucking world title, wins the ring, the NWA, the fucking TNA title, the NWA title, goes out there, builds his name up, creates a company with some of his friends. You know, they all had their hand in, in putting this thing together. Goes to AEW. Or creates AEW or whatever with his friends, builds himself this gimmick, the American Nightmare, with the song. And I mean, he's been using the song forever. He was using that shit in Ring of Honor, so yeah. he's been using it forever. But I mean, the robe and the look and the hair and everything, like, literally goes back to WWE with the same exact presentation that he had in AEW. Like, same song, same entrance. Same gimmick, same everything. Name, everything's the same from when he was in AEW. Sean Spears now was Ty Dillinger in NXT, which was over. He he was over. I'll never forget that SmackDown he where he showed up and got that monster pop on SmackDown. Um, gets released, goes out, does his thing on the indies, ends up in AEW, does the chairman gimmick, uh, goes through different variations or whatever. Um now comes back to NXT, not as Ty Dillinger, but as Sean Spears, his name, with this chairman gimmick. Like the same gimmick he had in AEW. Yeah, I think it's a little of two things. I think it's, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Especially Cody. I think when Cody came, like, they say in the documentary that, like, they wanted him to be him. But I think Cody was kind of like, well, like, if I'm coming back, like, I'm going to be me. Yeah, but I think what I think maybe a little with Sean Spears, maybe a little. Obviously, he did not have the ball in, in his court like Cody did, but I think kind of the same thing. And 
Like, let's be honest, Ty Dillinger was hella over in NXT, went to the main roster. He who shall be named saw nothing in him, so he became nothing. But I think it's like, yo, like, he wasn't used frequently in AEW, but, like, the gimmick and everything wasn't bad, so kind of like, fuck it, why not, I guess? I really like I really like the entrance when he it goes black and then the spotlight, he's sitting in the chair with the, yeah. the whistle the whistle and shit at the beginning. And and like, I think that shit's dope. I think, and it's really shocking because they didn't do Brian Pillman Jr. I don't know, I think they're kind of doing this whole, like, kind of stick to your real name thing. Like, Chelsea, I watched the, uh, what's his name? Chris... Um, he's really good at interviewing wrestlers. Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah. Yep. He, I watched actually the one the other day with him and Chelsea Green. And he pretty much was like, uh, yo, when's Matt coming back? Like, I'm honestly shocked this hasn't happened yet. Right. She's like, honestly, like, I think he's just having fun. But she's like, he, Zack Ryder's dead, she said. Like, we don't say Zack Ryder. Like, it won't be Zack Ryder returning. It would be Matt Cardona debuting. And I don't know if this is because old the old bastard's gone, but like me, if I'm running something like, hey, dude, you're hella over in this. I don't care what you were with us. Like you're gonna be you now. Yeah, we can reference you. You know what I mean? Like obviously, if like Mercedes came back, she would. I think whenever she does, Sasha if she ever does, she will be. She's Sasha. gotta be Sasha Banks. Yeah. but like someone like a Matt Cardona, she's like I don't know. Like I don't know. I think it's just them maybe having common sense, like. Hey, yeah, they. This isn't our like. This wasn't our thing, but it's working. So let's just take it from. Yeah, like of all the of all the shitty names that they give you in NXT, Sasha Banks is a fucking dope ass name. That's a. Dope I wish you could have kept that. To be honest, like, do yeah, you like Sasha Banks better than Mercedes Monet? Hell yeah, I don't like the yeah. Mercedes Monet thing. It doesn't work for me. Like, it's I like Sasha Banks. It, it just. It's quick, it's easy, it's marketable. It's just like the bang only thing I wish I could change about her, and it's not even a and I think it's because I loved her WWE theme. I'm yeah. not a real big fan of the Monet theme. Yeah, it's not but great. I it, and I think it's because her old theme was like a hype theme. Yeah. But I think she's gonna get she's gonna um she's gonna but, work with Mikey Ruckus. They're gonna give her something special when she comes to AEW. I'm sure she's getting a new song. You don't think she's gonna come out to the Monet? No. She's not gonna come out to that. I I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it, dude. Yeah, because I'm but, assuming that was a new Japan thing for me. Because even like Ty Dillinger, like who the fuck is who's named Ty Dillinger? Ridge Holland, fucking hey, uh, John Spears might be the most over guy in fucking NXT. The one taking out Ridge Holland. Yeah, Sean Spears is a yeah. normal ass human name, like. Some of these names that they give these NXT people, it's just, it seems like you're trying so hard to just make it different that it they sound weird. Yeah, it's just. Except for Jada Parker. Jada Parker, boy. Oh, boy. She broke the. Yo, if y'all don't know about Jada Parker, let me tell you something. All right. Let me get this mic real close. <laughs> let me tell you something. Jada Parker's coming. Okay. Jada Parker is going to be. A gigantic, humongous star on the main roster. Okay, so prepárate. Today is what's today? The 29th, the 28th of February, 2024. I'm predicting it right now. Jada Park is coming, and she's not taking any prisoners. She's going to be the biggest thing ever. Period. Done. 
I'm a big fan of all the uh, the memes. Like, hey, we see what you're doing, Sean. We see what you're doing. Yo, I want to see Sean, just all, with see all the women Michael's that Instagram like page so bad. Like, I want to see his for you page so bad because it's gotta be. It's well, apparently. Gotta be. I think Sean Ross Sapp said it. Someone like with credibility said like he doesn't run his own Twitter. Mm. I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah. I can't but his it. Instagram like for you page like oh, when you God, click yeah. search when you click search and that page comes yeah. up with all the shit that you like it's got I mean it's gotta be ridiculous bro yeah yeah uh, so let me ask your take on this you see it more on the women's side like in my opinion I think because WWE seems like they're still gonna sign obviously indie wrestlings like we just saw with like Tama but it's like, I think they're staying away unless you have like a name, like someone like him. But I think they're doing better. I think both I'm fine on both ends, but I think they're doing way better developing women from like scratch with no experience than men. I mean, I think, I just think overall they're doing better, like period, both men and women, because this is what NXT was. This is like so. It's weird because we all love like black and gold NXT because that was like all everybody. the hottest indie stars yeah. came in. We have all these fond memories of black and gold NXT because they oh, got Adam Cole, they got you know uh, Gargano and Champa and all these Keith Lee and Malachi and you know Tommy and blah blah blah. Friday, like they went and grabbed all these indie darlings and brought them in and gave them time and developed them or whatever, and we have of affinity for that. Vince was not happy with that shit. Vince was like, "Why are you not creating stars? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we getting all these people from wherever?" And took NXT away from Triple H, and you know it got a little screwy there. But now that Shawn Michaels is in place, Shawn Michaels is actually with his crew or whoever it is that he has there, they're actually finding athletes and developing them into fucking WWE stars. Like, it's amazing. Like, he's actually, bro. Oba Femi like the best example. Trick Williams, Oba Femi. Like, Mello. these people, Mellow. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're creating these stars. Tiffany Stratton. Jada I think Parker, Tiffany Stratton so far has been the best example. Yeah, I mean, you got all these women there, like Kira Val, Lyra Valkyra, which another shitty name, but you know, whatever. Like you have oh, these women there who they're developing, and it's like you're actually getting athletes and training them to be wrestlers. Yeah, and that's what was the original idea for NXT. So it's like, it's cool because some, some people hate on that. Like WWE does that, like the whole. They bring in college athletes and stuff like that, and they're not—they're not bringing in professional wrestlers. Which I'm like, they, they look professional to me. Yeah, I mean that—that—that's my thing. I never understood that kind of hate for it because it's like, I don't know. It's like the old man saying, like, "Well, you didn't do the indie, so you shouldn't be like a champion." But it's kind of like, ah, like I'm. I don't know. When you breed within, it's a lot easier. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever they're doing to recruit is perfect. You don't have to. You don't have to detrain your your stars that you're bringing in from other. Because some of these people that come from like PWG or 
you know, like GCW or what have you, they're coming in and they're doing all this crazy shit that they're not going to be allowed to do on Monday Night Raw. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they have to bring these people in. They have to show them this is how we work here. We can't do this move, this move, this move, this move, this move, this. Like, we're taking away half your arsenal. We're going to take what you can use and develop that into, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have to, like, go through all that shit. Now you get a trainee and you bring them in. They're already athletic. You teach them how to bump. And then you def- you figure out like well, how they are. You develop a character, and then you show them how to wrestle, and then you go forward. Like it, it seems like it's easier. You know what I'm saying? Instead of yeah, having and to then take it's kind of like, so yeah, and like we have we have a saying in the military. Actually, it's like when you go to like boot camp, like you shoot right, you shoot a rifle, and the ones who usually struggle in just the initial are the ones who have experience. Because it's like, well, no, you're you're in the military now. Like, you have to hold the weapon this way and do this. Where you have, like, say, like the country dudes who grew up hunting, like for a living. Then you had someone like me. I had, I never. I'm from the city, so if I held a gun, I was probably going to jail. But it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I have no habits. Just give me this and tell me what to do. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've always like thought like because some people really hate on how that that's how they do things. Yeah. And I mean, I get it if you're churning out like shitty people who don't yeah, know how to do it. Don't wrong. Not everyone's coming out a, a diamond, right? But they're getting—they're definitely getting more positives than negatives, at least from what I've seen coming. I think up they're just TV. like you said, like you said. I think they're just picking the right athletes. Yeah, yeah, man, it's working. I mean, I turning, think it's working. So, and yeah, turning them into superstars. But hey, going back to Sean Spears. I'm happy. It's good for him. Let's cool. see what happens. It's good for him. You know, I don't know what his ceiling might be in this company, um, but he's definitely he can definitely be a face. He can be a heel. He's very versatile. He can work. He's a great look. Looks like a million bucks. Handsome dude. Can talk. So, I mean, sky's the limit for him. It's it's just oh shit. It just depends on you know. He gives off like he. He uh he gives off like coach vibes, like like Kofi you said. Oh, we're having a little technical difficulties here with Nicholas. Oh, boy. Is it on me? There Can you, you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Oh, yep. I said yep. he gives off kind of like a coach vibe. Like I could see him being a coach down okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. And again, he just had a kid. It seems like he's very smart. He just had yeah. a kid. This is much less travel for him. He lives there in that area, I think. Um, he can spend time with his wife and kid, go to NXT, do a taping, come back. Like it's a pretty cush job, man. And they're probably paying him, you know, above average. So I'm sure he's happy. It's good for him, man. Yeah. And like I said in the pre-show, man, I hope we just maybe this is a sign we get the iconics. Even if That'd it's just good. for a little bit of an appearance. Because I know Billy K, I think her real name's like Jessica or whatever. She had a baby recently too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, You've so got that, to that be jerking me. <laughs> I'd like to see them back, man. They were fucking hilarious. They were so funny. Kayla, Kayla. Um. But Lou, I think yeah. brings us into the big thing. 
So this oh, weekend, yeah. we have our first AEW pay-per-view of the year. Oh, yeah. That, but World End, World's End was Actually, like and tonight, it is Wednesday. Tonight is Sting's final Dynamite. As You know what was dumb? And I'm happy Tony did this. Twitter fingers did the right thing here. Um, someone was like, well, no, he's going to make appearances probably because he's t- Tony was saying, like, hey, it's Sting's last Dynamite. Yeah. Like, no shit. So Tony was like, this will be Sting's last Dynamite as a competitor. Like, really? Like, people had to comment and say that? Fucking people, man. Fucking nerds. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, but I'm in for it. But before we get into the card, right before the show launched, Tony Khan tweeted out that one of these matches is now going to be changed. And honestly, I didn't even look at the card, so I'm still not looking at it. But Tony Khan tweeted out with multiple wrestlers slated for AEW Revolution's Meet Madness match out injured or shelved by AEW doctors. I'm temporarily freezing the bout until they're clear. Meet Madness is on ice. Instead, Sunday's pay-per-view will fi- will feature an incredible all-star scramble match. See you tonight on Dynamite. So, no meat madness on the match, which, honestly, I'm kind of glad because they only had uh, Hobbs, Wardlow. Did they have a third person? Oh, and uh, Lance Archer. There was only three of them. So, and if you could- have a match called meat madness. We need all the meat. You need the butcher. You need Keith Lee up in that shit. You need Miro in that shit. Like, make it a real like. Come on, bro. A six a six man tornado, meat madness, tables broken, and somehow and somehow like, get Biggie on commentary. Somehow, some way, get Biggie involved. Like, you gotta. So it, it's for the best. And honestly, I don't even think he needed to add this tornado match or whatever it is because this is uh one two three four five six seven eight nine matches on the card which is like you're pushing the limits of our like bro i you know, bro we have we've already embraced these shows are going to be long yeah i know the shows are always long but like come on bro you could do eight man i think eight matches is like that should be maximum like Eight matches max, bro. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. WWE's kind of, they're fucking me up. They're kind of getting me used to this, like five, six matches of pay per view. Like I'm kind of getting used to that shit. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours, bro. Like Chamber was fucking quick. Yeah. Chamber was on. I put that shit on, and it was like bam, 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 match, 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 over. And I was like, okay, cool. I can. Go on with my day instead of spending five hours <laughs> in front of this fucking screen watching wrestling. Or, like we said, if we were going to have these long cards, which fine, do it on Saturday. Yes, it would have to be Saturday. If it was Saturday, I wouldn't even care. Yeah. Because I got the whole next day off. Like, you know what I mean? We were talking on offline about what I'm going to do about the show because Cinemark Theaters won't respond to my tweets. I would say they weren't responding. Tweeting them every fucking day, asking them what's going on. Why are you guys not hosting these shows anymore? Are you still working with AEW? No one wants to answer. So as of, I haven't checked in the last two days, but I'm assuming that it's still not available as I open this app. So I usually like going to the theater for these things, but look, it's still, it says all out full gear, wrestle dream. 
and American Graffiti. So Revolution is still not on there, meaning they're not doing this anymore. AMC, who I don't like, also is not doing it. So I don't know who these select theaters are that it says, order your pay-per-view now and at select theaters, because I don't know who the fuck these select theaters are, but the two theaters that I have here, they're not doing it. So look, AMC is not doing it either. So my only solution was to go to Dave & Buster's, which I was going to do, but I can't because I will have to take Monday off and I can't take Monday off because I'm taking the following Monday off. So I'm going to watch it at home in the comfort of my home. That. Just like we said with sports, yeah. right? But honestly, man, I'm in for this show. I'm in for a show because, and this it's weird because as much as wrestling fans were used to a pay-per-view every month and it seems like AEW is getting in that realm, maybe not every month, but every other month, which I like. But man, it feels like World's End was just so far away. I know, yeah. It's like, man, like I'm over here fiending for a pay per view, right? You know, um, which I'm excited for though. You know, it's a packed crowd. I think it's sold out. I think it officially sold out, or has like 50 tickets left. Some dumb shit's sold out. You have 50 tickets left in an arena. I'm considering that sold out. Yeah, sixteen thousand heads up in there for Sting's last match. Yeah, it's awesome. And, yep in wrestling area, like a popular wrestling area. So I'm really excited we get Osprey's first match, right? Officially as a talent, we should say, right? So that's going to be fucking awesome. I'm honestly stoked for the show because... Yeah, the FTR Blackpool Combat Club matches, obviously, that's going to bang. That's going to be a banger. Like, it's going to be a fucking banging-ass match. Um, I don't know if this is the... This is going to be like the lineup, but we'll just go by what we have here. Obviously, the meat match has been canceled. They're going to have some type of scramble match. I don't know what that is or what the stakes are. But, bro, Will Osprey versus Kanosuke Takeshita? Are you fucking Slap. kidding me? That is going to be fucking, that's going to be a hell of a match, dude. Christian Cage versus Daniel Garcia. It'd be cool if if Edge kind of cost Christian the title. Yes, and put exactly it on Daniel Garcia. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Um, because this is like, at what point are you gonna like put the rocket on Daniel Garcia's back? Like, what are you waiting for? Like, it's been like a year and a half of him. Like, you're kind of like giving him like a push, a push, a push, but then he loses every match. And he's so an like, insane talent. Like, he at is what so point? Good. Yeah, at what point are you gonna give him something? Like, you gotta give him something, dude. So. You know what I mean? Give him a run with the title. Let him have it. I mean, Christian, I think at this point, he doesn't need the title. You know what I mean? It's it, The gimmick is great. Like, I'm not done with Christian yet. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if they move the title. So, yeah. I'm I feel excited. like go with it. I'm honestly, which we're going to hear from Hangman tonight. Um, yeah. Man, I hope this triple threat happens. Yeah, it'd be, it, I'd be really, like... Uh, I'd be upset if I'd be I'm not upset, but I'd be really bummed if Hangman wasn't in this match after all this. Well, build up. I'm not emotionally ready for just Joe and Swerve because yeah. I'm not going to want to watch it, even though I'll watch it because I don't want either one to lose. Right. Like I'm, we've said this before. We're not fans, especially of championship matches ending in disqualification or something. If it somehow ends up Joe and Swerve and there's some weird wacky finish where no one wins, I this scenario, I don't think I'd be mad. 
because I, I hate that. So I, I wouldn't be happy. I, I need to finish. I, I don't want either to lose though. I need to finish either way. Um, and it kind of sucks that like Hangman is basically the fall guy in this match because yeah. you don't want to pin Joe. You don't want to pin Swerve. And honestly, Hangman, I wouldn't be mad Hangman getting another run. I just don't know when that would be. So, you know, we'll find out tonight what's going to happen with him. Uh, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping this is like uh, some type of swerve, for lack of a better <laughs> word. But we'll you see. Think Ro- and then you think Roddy's got a chance at beating Orange Cassidy? Oh, that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's time. I think it's, so. It's time. Get the fucking bell off this guy, bro. Like, I don't understand why they even put the belt back on him in the first place. Like, what was for what? Why did you take it off of Moxley to put it back on fucking Orange Cassidy? For what? What have you done in the past? Yeah, he's had matches. He's defended it. But, like, I don't I don't understand the purpose. He had a great run, bro. He had a – he proved everybody wrong, bro. He had, like, 18 or 19 fucking bangers back to back. Like, he beat fucking everybody. That match with Bandito, I got to see it live. Like, he just, he did his thing. There was no need for him to, like, win the belt back to have this second run, like, for no reason. Like, they could have, bro, there's people out there like Takeshita who should have that belt. Uh, Miro should have a shot at that belt. Malachi Black. You know what I mean? Malachi Black. There's people like that who should have that shot at that belt and be, you know what I mean? Like, the having it on Orange Cassidy doesn't make any sense for me. So, yeah. If they put the belt on Roddy, I'd be cool. And plus, it would it would solidify the stupid Undisputed Kingdom fucking team that they got another belt in their hands and they're starting to collect belts. So it would help that angle, too. I'll admit, I hate saying this. That's just not working for me. It's doing nothing. Now, mind you, Wardlow came out and did that promo last week, which was phenomenal. Great, great promo. Fucking great promo. Like, it's about time that they put the freaking the wheels on this guy like it's it's a long time coming so great promo but having adam cole i'm telling you adam cole limping out there with crutches like bro you're supposed to be like the mastermind devil and i'm watching you like limp and it's not working bro you shouldn't be doing that shit you should be appearing like on camera sitting on like that throne and giving little like diatribes and speeches and then letting your crew go out there and kick ass. I like, that's what he should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say I did like when he came out on dynamite to do commentary and he sat there and said nothing. Yeah. And then at the end he was like, all right, it was great talking to you gentlemen. And yeah. Great talking. Left. I was like, that was fucking cool. That was yeah. actually kind of gangster, bro. Um, I'm excited for Tony storm on Deanna Perrazzo. <laughs> I'll slap the shit out of fucking Juice Robinson. Of course, I'm always excited to see Tony Storm do anything, much less be in there tangling with the Ambrose. Are you kidding me? Now I get it. The Dynamite, not this, in two weeks from today, do you think we see Mercedes at this? Or do you think it is official, the first time we ever see her is in Boston? Nah, yeah, they're gonna save her for the that the boss, boss that boss show. They wouldn't like if they're touting that show like Boston and all that shit. Like you might want to save her for that show. I wonder if they're gonna go the punk route with that and just have her open the show. They could, but that's that's the thing. Like, why? Like, what is she gonna do? She's gonna come out there and give a speech. 
That's and it's not. All, I guess it's, that's also a difference. She hasn't been gone for like seven. Yeah, years. I mean that's not her strong suit technically. Like you know, what I'm saying going out there and cutting a very long promo. Yeah, it's not her strong suit. Um, so I wouldn't understand why they would start the show with her, and then have her come out and then like do what? Like I'm assuming she's gonna come out and, you know, be involved in an angle with somebody. Maybe do like a backstage, you know, kind of speech there, but. Or they could put a title on her. Who fucking knows what? I hope she closes the show. That'd be cool. And I wish she come out and beat Julia Hart for the TBS. Nah, see, I think she's way above that title. Oh my god! But yeah, Julia Hart doesn't have a match yet. I'm assuming she will. On this show, where are you gonna put her? She's not even involved in a feud, bro. So I, I I wouldn't throw her on there just to throw her on there, bro. I really wouldn't add anything else to this card, bro. Please. Please don't add any more matches. Maybe the only. zero hour. Yeah, but the, and the, and that too. Like you can't do that, bro. Don't put your titles on zero hour, bro. That's like people already think the TBS title is like the. I mean, again, it's like the Intercontinental title. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So okay. it's fine. That's what it is. But like, don't put that shit on zero hey, hour, bro. Is, I might be lost here. Is, are they just not using Britt Baker at the moment, or is she recovering from something? I don't just... know if she's injured or what's going on with her. Like, because she's very active, not... like on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, like that, but she's just not at the shows. Like, I don't. And maybe supposedly she's... she's there, like she's there at work, like backstage, but she's just not working. Because I know a big thing they don't play in the wrestling world, which is good, is concussions. Like you, you, yeah, yeah you can be out a year because of a concussion, which is good. That's literally the brain. Yes. Like taking care of it, so I don't know. Maybe she had like that was her injury. You know what I mean? Because she clearly doesn't physically look injured. You know, based off all her posts and everything. I right. didn't know. I was just curious. I didn't know if there was something I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know if she has an actual. She might have an injury that she's recovering from. But honestly, I don't know. You know what I'm excited for? For Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson to beat the living shit out of each other. I'm excited, and you know I love Eddie, but. I'm excited to see Brian get some gold. I'm excited to see Brian Danielson holding all three of those fucking belts, bro. So, as an Eddie fan, if Eddie somehow wins, are you mad, though? I'm not going to be mad, but, like, Danielson's been losing a lot of these singles matches. Yeah, but he's made it known, dude. He is very unselfish. He doesn't really care. Yeah, but come on, bro. I want to see Danielson. Danielson having that title would put a lot behind that belt. Yeah. Like, well, it, I would really put a lot behind that fucking new championship that they have there. If yeah. Danielson is champion, and this isn't a knock against Eddie, because God bless that man. He went in that tournament, and he's the first champion, and he's Triple been defending it. But, dog. You put that shit on Danielson and he gets to go to Japan and go here and go there and have these matches that he's been having? Not even that. Danielson's mainstream. Yeah. Too. Like, so that's going to bring eyes on. Like, yeah, it's funny because Eddie, like, every time they're doing a backstage thing, the first thing Eddie's like, I don't, like, I, you know, I don't want to be doing these fucking, bro, like, what? What do you want? You, what do you want me to talk about my match? What do you want me to say? Huh? <laughs> we killed, like, he's just like, he's like uninterested in doing any kind of promotion. So I was like, dude, I know that's your gimmick, but it's like you're supposed to do that. 
Yeah, Eddie, I think that's just Eddie. I think he wants to show up. I think he wants to fight. And then I think like, yeah. if it was up to Eddie, not and I don't say this because he's an amazing human being. Like I heard he's a super nice guy. And I so that's why I don't say this in like he's a too good for the business kind of way. If Eddie could just come in, wrestle, and then leave, like he would, because that that I'm here yeah. to wrestle and I'm here to leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like not even money. I'm not even saying money. If I could just come in, wrestle, go home. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, he probably loves bullshit with the boys and everything like that and the girls, but that's just Eddie. Like, you know what I mean? And that's my man, too, but I just brought to the fact seeing Danielson with those belts, bro. That's going to that's gonna be a big time? deal for AEW. When's that time Danielson held gold in general? Was it the WWE title when Kofi beat him? <laughs> that fucking, that, that hemp, yeah. that hemp belt Yo, that he had. Bro. I have to ask Rob and Dan their opinions because we saw it in person. But from what I remember, yo, that shit was low-key, like, nice. Like, we were at, like, the – what's it called? Like, fan access or whatever. Yeah. And they had every single belt you could think of on sale. And, like, it looked nice. from like And a- it was literally, like, hemp, right? Like, it, yeah. it should, that, that belt's probably light as shit. Yeah, and it was – but it was, like, hella expensive, of course. Yeah, it um, probably weighed, like, nothing. I'll never forget that. Yeah, Dan, so when he brought that shit out, I was like, my man's awesome. Yeah. But, that was um, a really yeah, great no, gimmick. Yeah. That gimmick was fantastic. Yeah, him. When he was, uh, when he was back week. there with the the popcorn and the sodas and all that shit, when he was at the snack bar and fucking yeah. berating everybody for buying all that garbage. He had, uh, he had Eric Rowan on his side. Yeah, with that fucking... That, Spider thing oh, that he had yeah, in his cage or whatever the fuck. I don't know what the fuck. I don't, we never found out what it was. I know. You know, it was bugged out. Eric Rowan. I saw him in a uh, what the fuck? Uh, he was on the show um that I watch. It was called uh, Mayor of Kingstown with uh. Oh, he's in that. He's on that. Sh- he was on that show. I mean, I won't spoil it or whatever in case you want to watch it because that's a great show. But he's not on very long. But oh, he yeah. was on the show, and I, like, I saw him come out, and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck? That's fucking well, Eric Rowan. What the? Yeah, f- I, what's he I doing? Think he's done, I think he's done interviews where like he does scary movies. I probably and he, and he he acted the dude. I was convinced that he was the character he was playing. I was like, "Oh yeah, this he fits this to a T. This is definitely fucking this feels Bro, legit." It all the time. Man. Wrestlers are some of the best actors because they're act. They act, and I don't know why. That doesn't translate more. Like, why don't we see these guys acting more, bro? You, you you're talking about you're giving some of these motherfuckers a microphone, and you're pushing them out on live TV in front of like sixteen thousand people, and asking them to cut their promo or do whatever it is out there. No takes, no take two, yeah. take three, take four. It's live. Like, and these guys go out there and do that shit weekly, sometimes two times a week. Three times a week, like sometimes like, yeah. Becky Lynch goes on NXT and SmackDown and Raw, and yeah. she gets a mic. Like, that's like, I would think that they'd be acting in everything. Yeah, you're telling me like you couldn't give like MJF. Like when I think instantly, tell me MJF in like a romantic comedy would it be like the perfect like douchebag tool oh, yeah. that like the girl like the girlfriend works with at work and MJ is trying to hit on her and be like a yeah. scumbag. Hell yeah! Like I think he would knock that out of the park in a movie. Like I haven't seen um the the freaking the movie that he's in, but I I definitely need to watch it. Um, the Iron Claw. Yeah, I guess he's in that for a little a bit. Quick cameo though, he's yeah. not. He's not in there long, but still, like I want to see it just because, 
you know, I'm just not prepared for the sadness, bro. I really, I don't, I don't yeah, like watching sad. movies to get sad, it's bro. Sad. It's sad. I don't want to watch movies to get sad, bro. I'm, that's yeah. not my thing. I'm not watching yeah. Precious. I'm not watching fucking these movies to, to get sad, bro. So, so it's like, I'll, I'll watch it eventually, you. but I'm going to prepare myself. So, okay. So without counting Rock, Cena, and Batista's big movies. So like, say like, whatever. Whatever big, big movies they were in. What's like your favorite wrestling movie? Like with a wrestler in it. If you can, try to avoid oh, yeah, using you're that. You're asking. You're asking. Not the wrong guy, but like I'm, the answer that I'm going to give is fucking stupid. And it's for a stupid reason. But uh, Suburban Commando <laughs> with Hogan uh, is like one of my favorite fucking childhood movies. And I, and I say that because me and my cousin slash brother, we had that tape. And we were like, obviously, kids in the early 90s, we were like gigantic Hulk Hogan fans. Yeah. And Suburban Commando has a scene where <laughs> it's The Undertaker and another dude are like bounty hunters. And they're chasing him all over the fucking city or whatever. And there's a there's a scene where he goes into the elevator and I guess like cuts the wire for the elevator so like it falls down. So Undertaker's in there with the other dude who I yeah. don't remember who it is. And uh he goes, going down, and he cuts the thing and it fucking falls. <laughs> and me and my fucking cousin was to this day, we still say that dumb shit to each other, going down. And we know exactly what we're talking about. We like the exact. That's memory. great. You're like, gonna have to send. So you're gonna have to send me that scene. Yeah, I'll send, I'll find it. Um, that one and No Holds Barred, same thing. Yeah, No Holds Barred, like oh. Zeus. That Zeus was like, the scariest fucking man on the face of the earth. Like. I go to the con- I liked the Condemned with Stone Cold. I did like that movie. That was good. That. And then this is like corny, corny as fuck movie. But I randomly liked. Triple H's movie when he the chaperone. Oh God, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's like, like if you want to watch like a dumb movie that I randomly enjoyed though, just watch that. I think it's on like Wars. I got one actually, that's a little more recent. Uh, well, not really recent, but out this movie I fucking enjoyed. Uh, See No Evil with Kane. Oh God, yes. I'll keep with thank God you. Yeah, Kane killed it in that movie. That movie was fucking awesome. Remember like, before we talk about the movie? Do you remember the part where they brought it onto Raw and like anytime someone said May nineteenth, Kane like yeah. came out of nowhere and killed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels put like a yellow shirt with May nineteenth written all over it on someone, and Kane just like absolutely <laughs> killed him. Yeah, yo, that was a good movie with the eyes and then the yellow. Yeah. yeah, that movie was dope, bro. With that fucking chain, he had like that hook chain thing. Like I thought that movie was dope. Um, it was a very well-made horror movie. Kane was great in it. Um, I know they made sequels, but I don't think the sequels were as good. I didn't see the sequel, but I the first one it. I really was a big fan of. Like I thought it yeah. was. Good. Um, yeah, I for- honestly I forgot about seeing Evil, but that was good. I don't know if there's any other ones. I know uh, Dean Ambrose did a couple. Didn't he do like sixteen rounds or something? Something like that. The only thing I remember about that is I know there was one scene where he pulls some kid pulls up to him in like a Trans Am or some shit with his girlfriend and tries to raise and he shows him his badge and 
his girlfriend like winks at him or some shit. But I'm like, this looks so fucking cheesy. Like I'm not watching this shit. So, um, but even is- um even what you call it, the Marine, the first Marine wasn't bad. It was a yeah, little cheesy. Cena, yeah, when Cena wasn't like acting acting yet. Yeah, it was a little cheesy. Um, okay, that's see- fine. But I don't think it was bad. Before we give Sting his love, um, did you see the zombie movie with Batista on Netflix? Yeah, that was terrible. What's it called? Um, it was the one in Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, so I low-key didn't mind that movie. I actually liked that. Was it So what was it that I didn't like about that? Because I did watch the whole thing. If I wouldn't have liked it, I would have stopped. Um, there was something I guess I didn't... Uh, Cause what was it? They got infected and they would become zombies, right? Yeah, and the zombies were like smart and shit, and they were communicating. Yeah, and and one, one of them was like the leader. I think, was, I think one of the guys like took the queen's head. Yeah, like one of them was like the leader, and um, yeah, there was. I guess it wasn't that bad. I mean, I guess it was. It was cool. I just think the something about the ending I didn't like, and it made me like not like the movie. Oh, so the way it ends is he finds out he's infected. And I think he has the money and he's with his daughter. And I think he was going to like, I think he ended up killing himself or he had her kill him. So she wouldn't yeah. get infected. There was something about it that I just, at the end, I was like, man, that was fucking dumb. Um, there was something about it. And I can't even really remember what it was. So I don't want to shit on it too bad. But I did watch the whole movie. The, what bugged me out about that movie was that they had a, uh, so Chris D'Elia is a comedian and he was supposed to be in that movie. Like that was supposed to be his big, like, thing like his big first movie yeah you know he's a well-known comedian in la or whatever funny guy and then he got me tooed and then they took his ass right out of that fucking movie and they put in tig nataro digitally into the movie in his place so they literally digitally removed him from the film they added tig nataro because he was supposed to play the helicopter pilot Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Nataro, he's, he's a good actor, I thought. Yeah, Tignataro's a uh, uh, female comedian, and they literally digitally removed Chris D'Elia from the film they recorded. They digitally added Tignataro. So when you watch it, she looks a little weird because it's like I gotta I gotta rewatch it now because yeah, I, I never literally digitized her into the movie. So that one thing it was like a little weird, but it wasn't bad though. I was actually pleasantly surprised at how it it looked like legit. So before we get into the main event, so everyone, March starts next week and we got our first bracket. We're not going to tell you the topic till we get there, but this could be a topic, wrestler movie bracket. Ooh. This could be something different. But I named this episode Thank You Sting, so I have to talk about it. I feel bad. I did it. Um, But in our main event, Staying in Darby Allen, defending the tag titles against the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Um, the con- the controversy I keep not controversy, that's like a bad thing. The debate I keep seeing back and forth is Sting walking out a champ and dropping those belts, and there's a tournament, or the are the Young Bucks taking it. What do you think? I feel like, um, me personally, I feel like Sting should Sting and Darby should retain, and then the next night. On well, actually, if he said that's his last dynamite, I guess he's not gonna be at next week's dynamite, so it'll have to be Darby by himself, I guess, relinquishing the belts. Because how would they, unless so maybe they are gonna fucking lose the titles? 
I think Ooh, Sting's man. the type of guy who's going to get back to the business. And but hey, do you realize like how Twitter, which of course we know Twitter doesn't matter, but do you understand that like there's a bunch of there's a subset of people that are like, oh, Tony's making the, the young books are forcing Sting to wrestle them at his last match and they're gonna for they're forcing the title change i'm like fam sting chose the young bucks to do the last match like he wants to work with them yeah. like he's in charge of all his creative no one's yeah. forcing him to do anything like if anything tony's letting this guy just be undefeated like his entire aw career and he's like yep yeah, no you're not losing so these people like who who are like upset about the young bucks being involved in this like can you imagine if they beat them for the titles how it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking insane yeah so the question i ask you i have some as well but what is your favorite sting moment oh that's or some some that's kind of hard i have an easy one mine is easy and it's um when he first spoke and on, on Monday Nitro, when he first finally, when he finally, when he was black and white sting, he was appearing in the rafters and uh, he beat Hogan for the championship. Um, the next night on Nitro, James J. Dillon had the NWO in the ring and he had sting in the ring. And I remember, I don't remember the circumstances or whatever, but they reversed the, the decision. Um, and they were trying to give Hogan the belt back. And they were trying to get Sting to like take the belt off, give it back to Hogan. And at this point, Sting hadn't spoken in like a year and a half. Yeah. He hadn't said a word in like a year and a half. And James James Dillon is trying to take the belt from Sting. And Sting throws the belt on him. Like he pushes the belt on him. And he points the bat at his neck. And he grabs the mic. And he goes, you got no guts. And the fucking people went lost it. They fucking lost it when he spoke. And then he turns to Hogan and he points the bat at him and he goes, and you? <laughs> and he laughs and then he gets serious. He goes, you're a dead man. And then they go, they cut to commercial. Tony, I remember this shit like it happened yesterday because I had it on tape and I watched it like a thousand times. And uh, Tony Schiavone goes, Sting has spoken. Fans will be right back. And they cut to commercial. Like, now, what the fuck? You, How do you cut to commercial after that? You surfer sting or crow sting? Ah, I gotta say crow sting. I yeah. mean, I've been, I've had crow sting Forever. for most of my like adult, you know. Yeah. I know of surfer sting, but I was super young when he was doing that shit. I wasn't even thought of, I don't think. Yeah, like honestly, dude, surfer sting as uh, crow sting, like for life. For life. That's that yeah, definitely for me. That's 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 as far as AEW. I would say like my favorite sting moment in AEW is probably when I actually have two. When 2.0 uh powerbombed him through the table and he just got up. <laughs> He just no sold the table spot. Yeah. He just they power double power bombing through the table. They fell on the floor like exhausted because they just picked up Sting. And the fucker just stands up and looks at them and does the fucking the gorilla <sighs> thing. And then I guess my second one would be 
uh, when he was, uh, he had Darby, he was outside the ring with uh, Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy started doing like the little, the little kicks, kicks. and King yep. started kicking him back and shit, and then he did the real slow little like beating on his chest thing. Those are probably my two favorites, besides him jumping off all kind of shit. I'm always going to be a sucker for the mask takeoff to have the face paint. That yeah. that that's always going to get like because that's when I started like watching Sting and all that was that like in the rafters and all that yeah. shit. Um, like I said, I've always gone back to try to watch some shit, but for me, that um, damn shame is WWE run didn't go, and especially you know what though one of my one of my favorite moments of his was in that WWE run when he uh when Triple H and Stephanie were unveiling Seth Rollins and statue. Oh, the statue. And they lifted up the box, and Sting is fucking under the box. Like, and no one knew that was coming. I think, uh, honestly, I really thought he was going to beat Seth for the title too. That yeah, I was pulling for that. Like, part of me was like, realistically, no, they're not gonna. I don't know, man. Damn shame. I'll admit, you might not feel this way, but damn shame we never got him in Taker somehow in all these years. Big time. Because I heard there was multiple reports, like they wanted. It was WrestleMania 18, yeah, 2002, so shortly after. They wanted to bring Sting in. I don't think he didn't want to come in then. I think he was just getting paid by Time Warner and chilling. Mm. And then I found out in twenty the 2011, when he faced Triple H the first time, that it was supposed to be they wanted to do it then, but I think he stayed with Impact. And then I don't know why they didn't do it in 15, man. Because the Taker was still going, going then. That's one of the biggest, that's going to be one of the biggest what ifs in wrestling. Yeah, because like, I I thought it was a layup. Like, I get why they did Bray, because he was the new face of fear. But you could have done that the year after. Can you imagine if in, in like 2015 or whatever it was, if they were building up Undertaker, like if they were like building up his WrestleMania run and they just had him in the ring. And he cuts a promo about like I've beaten this person, I've beaten that person, I've beaten this person. You know what's left for me? This might be it. This might be my last ride or whatever. And the fucking lights cut off, and the lights cut on, and Sting was standing in the fucking ring across from the Undertaker. Can you imagine the fucking pop that yeah, would have been I'm, had? I'll never understand why they never did that match. That they were on the same WrestleMania card. Not against each other, especially that was a good one because he just lost the streak. So, like, who well, who better to bring in than like the guy who everyone wanted him to face? Like, I don't know, I'll never understand that one. That's one I'll never truly understand why. I guess it was just a, a fact of they just couldn't make it happen. That, like, it was either like this person was ready, but this person wasn't, but they were person- on the same card. That's oh, the same yeah, part you're right. Late. He had to do that stupid fucking NWO. Yeah. That match match wasn't that bad, I didn't think. No, it wasn't a bad match. It's just like, why did you have to beat Sting? (laughs) I I personally think that was like the FU to WCW. I don't think there's anything else behind it. Because Triple H wasn't wrestling regularly, so it's not like he needed it. He did not need that win at all, but... Like I could see Whatever. losing, I could see losing to Seth. Like, are right, you losing, losing to? Yeah, I don't know. I was really bummed. 
I really thought he was going to beat Triple H. But yes, Sting, man, he's going down as obviously one of the all-time greats. Absolutely. I'm happy. I'm, I think he did. They, Tony can say, obviously Sting was probably heavily involved. But they did Tony, They did Sting just right in this run. Like, they made sure he went out as a legend. Like, they didn't give him kind of like the Kurt Angle treatment where he just kept losing, like, all the time. Like, he was winning matches. Like, I think they did perfect. It's, it's honestly going to suck not seeing Sting. Because when AEW became a thing, I wasn't expecting Sting to be the thing. Now. Right. Yeah, at all. Because of his whoa. What injury did he get with Seth? Was it his neck? A fucking neck, man. Yeah, his neck. So it's like, I thought he was done just not because of the injury. I thought age too. You know what I mean? Like, hey, he's older yeah. now. And then I'm just super happy that he's like able to yeah. do this because, man, if he would have, that's how he would have went out. Yeah. Being carried out of the ring like that because of that buckle bomb shit, bro. I, that would have been terrible, dude. Yeah. Super so. terrible, terrible, terrible. Would have been awful. To, for Sting to go out like that, dude. <laughs> You gotta think there's gonna be a bunch of legends and stuff at this, right? Yeah, because even that, like when he first came out at that winter is coming shit, I still every once in a while go back and like watch that because there wasn't like full fans in the thing, but that's yeah, when fans like, were like coming back. Yeah. So they were like spread out, you know. So you did have some fans in the building, but it wasn't like packed. But that shit was still fucking so dope, Dude, bro. That was so dope because I was not expecting it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean, I was not because didn't people was Miro already there? For some reason, I feel like those rumors that winter is coming was Miro for some reason. I could be wrong. It, Miro might have already have been there. I think he was like the best man at that time. Yeah, oh yeah. When he first debuted, I was very worried. Yeah, I, that was weird. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get that whole... No, neither did I. Uh, thing with the blonde hair. And no, the, dude, they, you know, they did sting good. I, but you got to think there's going to be Hall of Famers. Like Ric Flair is going to be there. We know that. So you got to think there's going to be others. Uh, yeah, this, there should be some type of appearance there by somebody. I mean, yeah, I would she's think oh, we got we got a special disappearance. Like my shirt though. Uh, yeah, her Randy Orton shirt. Oh, that's dope. The Legend Killer shirt. Right. <laughs> she's, she's going to Pilates. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, dude. I'm amped. I'm amped. Sting's going out just the perfect way, man. And Sting Country in the main event. Like, I'm just. Who do you think might be there? So Kevin Nash elaborated more on why he can't be there. Okay. Because he's like, I'm Triple H's best friend. Like, that's just not a good look. Like, that's pretty that's much really stupid, bro. But dude, it's Sting. It's Sting. Like, like that's, that's, so he's your best friend, so you can't. So what's Sting? I'm, I mean, I'm assuming Sting is not your best friend, but that's like a good friend of yours, right? You guys have worked yeah. together for fucking and 20 like, years. I don't know, man. I don't think Triple H is like. That's corny, bro. That's I don't some know, corny I think shit. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to pin that all on Triple H. Maybe I'm being a little biased because yeah, I'm Kevin Nash is a fucking cornball, bro. That shit's corny. Yeah. But who do you think could be there? Maybe Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, definitely Steamboat will be there. Probably Anders Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. might get like a James J. Dillon appearance he, or something like that if he's not, you know. Uh, Team Malenko. Yeah. Might see some people like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but honestly, I just I'm just stoked for the match. I want to see Darby Allen's talking about he's probably going to end up in the hospital or something. I hope not. Is he still planning on climbing Mount Everest? I really hope he doesn't do anything to, like, you don't have to actually, you don't actually have to attempt to kill yourself for real. Like, you don't actually have to do that, dude. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, 
You know, I'm really surprised we never got Jericho and Sting during all this. I know, right? You Just would think that'd be one of the... I, they might have touched gloves in WCW, but Jericho's kind of like that guy, like, hey, I want to work with him. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of shocked that never happened somehow. Like, yeah, I don't really ever... It's funny because I just I saw a report a couple weeks ago that Jericho was taking some time off, and now I see he's scheduled for tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck! I thought he was taking time off. Yeah, Why he's wrestling, he wrestling someone. Um, yeah, he's wrestling uh, this. I forget his name. Arrow something. Arrow. Yeah, he's. I know um, he has a match though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get that. And then I'm kind of bummed as more of a fan for him, but I'm kind of bummed we never got anything with Edge and Sting. I we got them tagging together, which was cool. Right. But maybe that was enough for Edge. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm excited for Sting, man. Really excited for Sting. I think he's been a constant. Um, I even like, I'm not even like it was a bad thing, but I liked him in TNA as well. Oh, yeah. That Joker Sting was great. Yeah. I'll never forget when him and Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy was just drugged out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... An infamous wrestling, all-time wrestling moment, yeah. man. That and the fan crazy. yelling, the fan yelling, this is bullshit. And Sting's like, yes, I, I agree. agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And I was just, that, that old man was so dude, not, I did not envy Eric Bischoff in that situation. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Actually, I was going to say Eric Bischoff, but him and Tony Khan beat way too much on Twitter for him to beat. Yeah. Which I don't get where the fuck that came from, by the way, before we go. Because Eric Bischoff was literally on Dynamite a few times. And then all of a sudden, I just saw Eric Bischoff trying trying to bury the shit out of Tony. I was like, where the hell did this come from? Yeah, this dude seems to hate uh, AEW now at this point. Um, Which is and weird. I don't, know, I, I don't get why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's up this guy's ass. But anything that AEW does, it's like, content for his podcast and i get it a w he had the thing is like i feel like some of these guys like maybe not him it's probably a bad example but i feel like some of these guys who constantly bad talk aw i don't even think that they dislike aw like that i think it's just that there's a large subset of people who dislike aw for whatever reason and they gravitate towards these podcasts that talk shit about aw and that's what they want to listen to because that's what they want to hear Mm-hmm. Like you gravitate to the shit you want to hear, and YouTube points you to the shit that, like, you know, you're looking for. Yeah. So if these people are typing in AW sucks, and Eric Bischoff puts a that tag in his podcast, then he's gonna show up on these people's feed, and that's how he gets clicks. So I feel like that's a big part of it. Maybe we should a lot put, of these dudes. Maybe we should put in our links. WWE sucks. AW sucks. Maybe more. Maybe we'll try that for this week and we'll see what happens. And maybe more people, more people will watch, even though we were like, we yeah. probably, we probably compliment more companies more than most podcasts. I do. Yeah, Cause I keep it, a, I'll keep it a bug. I use hashtags in our descriptions, but I just use the general AWWWE. I try to put in like people we talk about, like I'll put in revolution, Stan. Osprey, Danielson, Kingston. Like I'll add a couple of those in there yeah. just because that's what we talked about. But, I'm not putting in like, bro. Some people put in like Bieber Alert and Taylor Swift and all the shit that's trending. They add all that shit into like their hashtags to get like. I'm not doing that, bro. No. I'm not typing Taylor Swift into my fucking the hashtag portion. I'm not gonna do that. We should put hashtag Mark. Yeah, for real. For all the marks that watch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. Long story short, 
grateful for staying. Thank you, Sting. Excited for this weekend show. Like I said, it's been a long time, I feel. I've got him. The end of December was, what, two months ago. Like, does it feel like it's been two months since our last show? Feels longer. Yeah, right? And it's literally two months ago. You know what? Maybe it's because WWE's had two shows since. Maybe. Yeah. And we had Wrestle Kingdom. Like, we've had a bunch of shows in between. That's just. Yeah, we've had a lot. There's been a lot of shit in between. Starting this weekend, it picks up. You got Revolution, and then you got Two Nights of Mania, and Ring of Honor show that weekend. Like, you got everything that weekend. Every company has something that weekend. It's crazy. Then in May, you got Backlash in France. You got Double or Nothing. I'm presumably assuming Vegas. Um... And you got SummerSlam. Then we got Forbidden Door, which is in Arthur Ashe, which I was kind of shocked about that. I wonder if they're not running Grand Slam this year. Yeah, it's weird. And that kind of goes to our point. They go to the same venues. But, um, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. Arthur Ashe is a cool stadium, though. I do like how they set up up the show there. I'm just curious. They must not be doing Grand Slam this year. That might be over. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, put it past Tony Khan to run the same, run another fucking pay per view at the same fucking. That's arena. why I was really shocked he did Arthur Ashe for this. I was really yeah. shocked. But it's cool, you know. He's trying to put his hand on at a bigger venue for the. Hey, pay-per-view. it's an outdoor stadium in June, so it's going to be nice. You know what it's I mean? Cool. Like I said, I, I know we've said this before, but I'm a big fan, especially depending. It's summer, so sun goes down. I'm a big fan of when shows start in the day and end at night. Like, I like yeah. seeing that. You know, I don't know. I just think it's cool. Something about watching wrestling in the sunlight is kind of cool. Like, outside, oh, the ring has sun on yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah, one of my favorite matches ever. Uh, Serena Deeb and Riho from that Double or Nothing on the mm-hmm. Zero Hour. Right in the broad daylight. Yep. Middle of the day. First match of the show. First match with a full crowd. That's a, That was a special match, man. Not only just because of the match or whatever, who was involved, but the fact that like that's the first show with a full crowd yeah. after everything happened. It was the first match of the night. It was daytime. So as soon as Riho's and then and they start with Riho, you know, when Riho's music hits, everybody pops and then ratings Riho. Crazy. Ratings Riho, you, bro. You think if like either of the big companies like did a show that just started at like noon, it would do good. Oh shit. That'd be crazy. Like Eastern? Like- yeah, like, yep, yep, like R- Royal Rumble. Maybe not Royal Rumble, but SummerSlam starts at 1 o'clock Eastern. Wow. Double or nothing, 1 o'clock Eastern. I wonder why they haven't tried anything like that. I mean, of all the out of all these years. I think the earliest you could do. I mean, they have football games at 1 o'clock all the time. That's what I'm so. saying. Like, unless you did a show, like, if it was on the West Coast, it would have to be later because then that means – Wrestling would start at 10 a.m., but, like, fuck it. What would happen if you started SummerSlam at 2 in the afternoon? That's 11 o'clock on the West Coast. If it's, say, it's on the East Coast, the show. Like, I don't know. I, You know, I wonder why. I guess it has. It might have to do it with, It might be like, because, uh, like, the big fight night feeling, too. Yeah, obviously. it might have to do with also, like, people working. You know, you get home. It's the evening. I guess the evening time is more, like, there's more people at home or something. I don't know. Uh, I, think, I, I, don't know. I feel this sounds so dumb and so first world, but like when a pay-per-view's on at night, right? Like I feel my whole day's gone because I have this to watch at 
seven at night. Yeah. And it's like, in reality, I have all day to do whatever I need. Yeah. But when you have a, when you have a show that starts at eight in the morning, it's like, fuck yeah, I got all day to do whatever when it's really just the opposite. Yeah. Like, honestly, that, 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 uh, that show we just had, I had, a I had to go do like blood work at seven. Yeah. So I didn't get up at five to like watch the show, but I got home and it was like, bro, I, I did the, the fat boy special. I went and got blood work. I fasted. I broke my fast with McDonald's breakfast, bro. Hot cakes and sausage. We've had this conversation. That's the okay. best fast food breakfast. Bro, I got that shit. I got me a nice fucking medium coffee. I came home, turned on Peacock, and rewinded that shit. Unfortunately, it took me right to the end of the women's chamber match, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But I got to watch everything after that, and I was, like, done at, like, what, 10 o'clock? Okay, so you want to hear it from my perspective, who I woke up live? Shit. I went to bed early. Because, honestly, I was like, yo, I just want to do this. And all my boys who watched on the East Coast, we have a group chat. They were waking up for it, too. Um, but so I woke up at 1.55. Went downstairs. My girl, really nice, had, like, a, my, a water filled and then, like, a Pop-Tart in the wrapper. I was like, watch your shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's kind of funny. But, yeah, dude, I watched from 2 to 5 in the morning, and then I went back to bed. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. And to be honest, I wasn't tired. But I'm also, I think I've said this to you, I'm an old man. Like, I'm in bed asleep by 8, 8.30. So I slept, like, six hours anyway. You ain't got to tell uh, me. I love sleeping. But I wouldn't want to do that monthly. Like, I give credit to those overseas fans that do that. I would never. Like, the fact overseas fans, I see why they're so passionate. Like, yeah. imagine if you had to watch Raw every week or Dynamite at just an absurd time every week. I wouldn't do it. I'd watch the replay. Well, yeah, or just even that. I feel it's even harder to watch the replay sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just easiest to watch it when it's live. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Collision. That's where I'm guilty at. I'll record it and say, yeah, 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 I'll watch it. And then it's like, fuck, I never watch it. Well, Collision is fucking annoying because that that TNT app is garbage. They never upload it. Like, I thought that I would think that once you air the fucking show, it's on the stupid app. But no, when I get up in the morning on Sunday and I want to watch Collision, I open up the Turner app. I don't even know why I do it anymore because it doesn't work. They have the splash page there. You'll see the splash page with like Danielson and whoever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this this episode, this week on Collision is da da da. And I go, okay, cool. There it is. I click watch and that shit just spins and spins yeah. broken forever because they haven't loaded it yet in there. So yeah. now I got to go through nefarious means to watch this show, which means they don't get a rating from me because I'm yeah. watching it from another area. So they need oh, to figure yeah. that shit out. That's great. Yeah. But I don't know. It was like I said, it was definitely an experience that I would never want to do again. Yeah, it's it's that's too much, bro. I mean, a perfect, everyone... a perfect are the Saudi ones for me because it starts at like nine o'clock my time. Yeah. Well, once once a year, it's fine. If I had to do that shit for every pay-per-view, I wouldn't. No way, bro. Like, I see why the wrestlers and everyone says those are the best fans in the world. Yeah, you better kiss their ass. Yeah, because they fucking, they'd be waking up at ass hours. That's crazy, bro. Which also, shout out Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, got the main event, women 
Oh, yeah, man. That yeah. was dope. Um, that was cool to see. Man, if Triple H is if there's any woman that's probably most favorite in his eyes, it's that woman right there. That was a fun match, too. Yeah, that was a good so okay, real quick question before we go. Nia Jackson, she's returned. Can't really say anything crazy bad about her. Like, I think she's embracing this character. Yeah, she's doing her job. She's doing her job. She's doing good. Because I think we're getting her and Jade at Mania. Um, but, like, you can't really bitch about Nia Jax like people like to, or especially did during her first run. Yeah, I don't know what happened on Raw, because I watched the beginning. I didn't um, and I saw she attacked Becky and kind of destroyed her. Um, but I don't know what transpired after that. I don't know if it led to a match or something. But, she, yeah, she's out there doing her thing, bro. Yeah, and I didn't know this until she did. You know, she was born in Australia. Oh, no shit. So, kind of cool. I don't think she grew up or anything there. Like, you know, young, young. But still very, very cool. But I think that does it for us. Yes, sir. Next week, we'll be back talking the fallout of Revolution. All the crazy wrestling news. And with it being the month of March, we will be doing our first bracket um, with help oh, yeah. from honorary trash boy, Dan, Mr. Yes, Douglas, sir. helping us out with these brackets, um, throwing some of his votes as well, um, our themes as well. You know, we're going we're gonna to have some fun, and that's where we want you guys to be interactive. Um, but it's enough of that. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Nick Anicelli. But the show, follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash, where I drop the links for the audio and the YouTube version of our show every week. Sometimes get on there and chat. Um, but YouTube, get on that YouTube. You guys have been doing great. We've been, thank you to our new subscribers that we've been getting. So like, comment, share, subscribe, do everything. Keep following us. Give us your thoughts. Tell us where we're good. Tell us where we suck. We can take any feedback. That does it for me. Take us home, Luke. Yo, Luke from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast. Go of Wrestling is Trash. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 176 of Wrestling is Trash. We thank you so much for the views, for the downloads, for the views, the views, the views, the views. We appreciate it. We love seeing you guys interact with the show in any way. So any comments would be appreciated. Any tweets, any comments on the Instagram page, we'd love to showcase you guys on here. So, um, yeah, man, just follow us on it. Uh, follow us on YouTube. I can't talk. Follow us on YouTube. Click on the Instagram link on the Wrestling is Trash page. From there, you'll get access to all of our stuff, all of our content, and you can follow everything there. Click the little notification bell so when this show goes up live, you can be one of the first ones to watch it and interact with the show. So other than that, man, we thank you guys so much. I just wanted to put this out there for anyone who's interested. Tomorrow night, which is Thursday, I will be live with our good friend, our trash girl. Yeah, returning. She's She's back. Coming back to grace us with uh, the positivity podcast that she has, which is called Top Rope Squishy. She will be live on YouTube tomorrow. So look out for those links. And uh, she was gracious enough to ask me to be her first guest to come back. So I'm very honored to be that first guest and uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk dynamite. We're going to talk revolution card. We're going to get into some stuff. She's going to put me in the hot seat. So you guys should be there for that. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So until next time, guys, we thank you so much for joining us. And as always enjoy wrestling. I can never find the little mouse when I need it. There it is. Bye-bye. <laughs>